Welcome to Abe's Front Porch Talk. I hope you guys are doing great tonight. First of all, don't forget to subscribe to my podcast. Second, check out my YouTube channel and subscribe there as well. I'm up to 42 subscribers on YouTube. I just hit 1,000 views on YouTube as well. So thank you to all those who have watched my videos to help make it possible to reach the 1,000 views. Furthermore, tonight's episode in this podcast is going to be about Howard Frederick Shipman. Now, Howard Shipman, I spoke just a little bit about him in last night's episode with the Zodiac Killer. And apparently, Howard Shipman has murdered over 200 and some odd people over the few years. I think he murdered over 200 and something people in 11 years. So, I'm going to read what I found online about him. Maybe we can learn something about Howard Shipman. A lot of you are familiar with him and the years these took place in. But to those that's like me that don't know about him, this is all new. And I'm going to learn this together with you guys. And we'll probably learn where the murders took place at and let's go and see what we can find out. So here here it goes. Howard Frederick Shipman, known to his family and friends as Fred Shipman, was an English general practitioner and is believed to be the most prolific serial killer in history. Born January 14, 1946, Bestwood, Nottingham, United Kingdom. Died January the 13th, 2004, HM Prison, Wakefield, Wakefield, United Kingdom. Victims. 215 to 265 plus. That's a lot of victims. That's how many people Howard Shipman murdered. Folks, I don't know about you, but in my 37 years, you know, you hear a lot of serial killers that's out here. And I... You can hear of all these people who have done all these murders. And some of them might get up to about 5 to 10 that makes them a serial killer. Does this still make this person a serial killer that's killed 265 plus people? Is there another name for this or is this still a serial killer? Because he's got every one of these people that's murdered 5 the 10 people, maybe three at the most, he's got them top. They all look like little nothings to them. But let's move on. Span of crimes. 
1975 through 1998. He started committing, committing these murders in 1975 and went all the way to 1998. And, you know, I said 11 years there, folks. I, I'm sorry, I was wrong. You take 1975 to 1985, that was 10 years. And then you take from 1985 to 1995, that'll be another 10 years. So that was altogether 75 to 85, 10. And then that would be 20 years all together, and the murders went all the way to 1998, so about 21 years he done this. Folks, this is ridiculous. 21 years done a span of crimes. Why did they not catch him within the first year, or at least between the first five was he hidden? Let's see what we can find out more about. But before we get any further than that, apparently he was married at the same time. So let's look to see about his spouse. His spouse was Premier, Premier Rose Shipman. They were married in 1966 to 2004. They had children. Sarah Shipman, Sam Shipman, David Shipman, and Christopher Shipman. Nicknames, the Angel of Death, Dr. Death. Oh, wow. I wouldn't want a nickname like that. I would not. I don't know about you guys, but I would not want to carry the nickname, the Angel of Death or Dr. Death. Those names, uh-uh. And could you imagine how his wife and children felt if he kept this secret, I wonder if we read on what we will find if he was alone in this or if his whole family was involved in this. I bet anything he was alone. And I imagine his wife and children had no idea what was happening. He might even told them that he was going on business trips and taking these business trips into other cities when he was actually going to meet these women and killing them or whoever the murders, the victims were that he was murdering. So here's a link I found here. When did Harold Shipman start killing? I think we got that one figured out though. From 1975 is when he started. But I'm going to click on this and read this link. It says, British serial killer Harold Shipman attended Leeds School of Medicine and began working as a physician in 1970. Between then and his arrest in 1998, he killed at least 215, he killed at least 215 and possibly as many as 260 of his patients injecting them with lethal doses of painkillers. This makes more sense. This is how he was doing it. He was a physician then. So that really answered the question basically when I was saying, could he told his wife and children he was going out of town to meet women or whoever 
he was going to murder and stuff. So this basically just answered that whole question or what I was saying. So it just proved me wrong. He wasn't going to meet people. And he wasn't telling his family about it. He was actually a doctor that was doing his patients this way, killing his patients. Talk about having a bad day. That's why nicknames is Dr. Death and the Angel of Death. That makes more sense here. So, <clears throat> excuse me, folks. How did Harold Shipman get caught? Shipman was arrested on 7th September 1998 and was found to own a brother typewriter of the kind used to make the forged will. The police then investigated other deaths Shipman had certified and created a list of 15 specimen cases to investigate. Lord. So here saying he had a brother typewriter to make and forge wheels. So not only was he doing this to his patients, killing them with lethal painkillers, but he was forging wheels at the same time. So it kind of makes me wonder if he knew his patients and if they had money or he wanted their land or whatever it was he wanted. So he was injecting them and forging the wheel so he could do the, get the inheritance of it. This is messed up, people. And let's see, who is the number one serial killer? Let's find out who this person is. Serial killers with the highest known victim count. The most prolific modern serial killer is Harold Shipman with 218 proven murders and possibly as many as 250. Okay, so even today in 2020 now, he still holds the highest like I was saying earlier. He has the highest out of all. He makes all these other serial killers look like what what's the word I'm trying to see say here on this one all these other serial killers who's killed five maybe ten people or less maybe three let's go that much three to five people he's made them look like they're nothing he has put them to shame So, here's one. Why did Dr. Shipman kill his patients? In February 1976, he was convicted of obtaining the morphine-like drug by forgery and deception to supply his addiction to the drug. Later that year, in the name of a dying patient, he obtained enough morphine to kill 360 people. Oh, my Lord. Now, that's messed up. And it says here, I'm looking at another link 
here that's talking about apparently Harold Shipman died of suicide at the age of 57 died 13th January 2004 aged 57 HM prison Wakefield West Yorkshire England cause of death suicide by hanging other names Dr. Death the angel of death the good doctor those were other names for him well I don't know about a good doctor I'll take the angel of death and doctor death any time there for him but it should say the bad doctor I would not want to be on his bad side I would not ever wanted to be his patient and really ticked him off and been a patient who got irate with him because he come back with revenge he fought with vengeance and he probably took a needle and just shoved in you like done and over with he treated you like you were a dog or a cat basically you went to him and got euthanized like you would an animal you take an animal to a vet and they just euthanize you and that's the way he was doing he was basically euthanizing and occupation was general practitioner spouse premier from prime rose 1966 until his death in 2004 had four children which we done went through that he was from England, which we figured that one out. And he was apprehended, which arrested on the 7th September of 1998. The Shipman Inquiry, a two-year-long investigation of all deaths, certified by Shipman, was chaired by Dame Janet Smith, examined Shipman's crimes. The inquiry identified two hundred sorry the inquiry identified two hundred and fifteen victims and estimated his total victim count at two hundred and fifty, about eighty percent of whom were elderly women. Shipman's youngest confirmed victim was a forty one year old man. Although significant suspicion arose that he had killed patients as young as four. Now that is sad. He killed patients as young as four years old. What did he do? Get mad at the parents because the little child wouldn't be still or the parent didn't like the way he treated their children so they told him off so he killed their babies? That's messed up. This man should have been on death row. He should have been facing death row in prison for all these murders especially when children involved it shouldn't even matter if there were children or not children but he should have been facing death row and that should have been why he got and he shouldn't have been spending no 30 years in prison facing it it should have been done within that next month set up the next week after the trial death row you're gone very next week if i could have it my way the day of the trial, convicted of something like this and facing death row, he would have been put to death the next day. That's just how I look at things. 
Much of the United Kingdom's legal structure concerning health care and medicine was reviewed and modified as a result of Shipman's crimes. He is the only British doctor to have been found guilty of murdering his patients. Although other doctors have been acquitted of similar crimes or convicted on lesser charges. Shipman committed suicide on 13th January 2004, one day before his 58th birthday, by hanging himself in his cell at Wakefield Prison. So now we learned he hung himself in prison in his cell. But he did it one day before his birthday. Why didn't he just wait till the next day when it was his birthday and then just hung himself? He and just been done with it. He could die on the day he was born, and maybe, maybe he wanted to stay 57 years old. But that just don't make sense. Do it the day before. But, you know, I said earlier, did he tell his family goodbye that he was having to go and meet these people in other cities, like going or going on, going to a business meeting. I'm sorry, going to a business meeting in these other cities, so he would tell his family goodbye and go to meet these victims of his and kill them. But now, it, now that since we learned he was a doctor and he was doing this in his practice, this is how he was getting his patients. Now it's like when his family told him, "We'll have a good day at work." They didn't know he was going to kill his patients. They didn't know he was doing this. What about the employees that worked with him? Did any of the employees he worked with over the years even get suspicious? It didn't mention nothing about employees he had working for him or he worked with that got suspicious over this. All his patients seemed to be dying and how did they die? And how did it get rolled up during that time when the patient died? Or these children, when children were dying in his office, how did this happen? So nobody seemed to got suspicious here. This This don't sound right. Or were the employees being threatened by him and were scared to come forth because afraid he would kill them in the process as well? So there's a lot here to question and probably do more research on Harold Shipman to find out what all he really is about. Um, you know, I wouldn't know what to do if I was going if I was in a relationship with someone and they was going to work killing their patients and they were doctors. And you tell them, hope you have a good day. And they're like, oh, I will. I'll have a fantastic day. And every day they were coming back home from work, eating meals and going to bed. And they might say, well, I lost a patient today due to this virus or this disease out here or some other natural causes like cancer or kidney failure or heart problems. You know, he may gave some excuses to his family how he lost his patients. And he may not even had any remorse, may not even said anything about it to his family and still went to bed with no guilt, 
How could he sleep at night knowing he was killing children? How could he sleep at night knowing he was killing innocent people and their families are grieving out here? Just like it didn't bother him. Maybe he hung himself the day before his birthday because he felt so guilty that he don't think he should live to see another birthday since these other people he's killed his patients that they didn't get to live to see another birthday. So maybe he thought if he went ahead and just hung himself the day before his birthday, that would help with the guilt. Who knows? Maybe that's why he done it one day before his birthday. This is a messed up ordeal. And his poor wife and children, the ridicule that they had to go through knowing what their daddy and a woman's husband did every single day for all these years. This is a hard story right here. Well, folks, this is going to be it for Abe's podcast. I hope you enjoyed tonight's podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. Check out my YouTube. Subscribe there. If you'd like to support this podcast, look for the support button and follow the instructions there, and it'll lead you to what you need to do. If you're not financially able to support this podcast, that's fine. All I ask is that you listen and subscribe to the podcast and share with your family and friends and try to get them to subscribe as well. Thank you so much. Goodbye.